You look at this fucking soda pop of a fucking console and it can't do 60 frames? Fuck you! I have in front of me a list of everything that was talked about. As with most of our recaps, Nick, we're just going to fucking blow through some of this stuff and inevitably get hung up on something really fucking dumb like that bug snack game. Yeah, man, we'll get real trite and argue about some insignificant shit. Yeah, this is definitely a pod for the group chat. As it always is. Yeah, exclusively. (laughs) It's not like we're promoting this. No one else is downloading this crap. (laughs) Oh, God. I was arguing with some of the guys in the group chat. You know, the older we get, the more I feel like the people around me are becoming boomers. And I know it's inevitable that I will, too. But I'm, like, hanging on to the last vestiges of my childhood. And yeah, like, man. You've already been bit by that zombie. You're just waiting to turn. Uh, <laughs> it's like watching my loved ones get sick knowing that it's it's coming for you, you know? You're like, you roll up your sleeve and you've got that bite. And you're like, you're looking around and you roll it back down. Like, I can't let anybody know. Right, right. <laughs> but everyone in the group chat is like, you know, that was just dandy. That was just a swell experience. Look at this beautiful console. That was really something. I'm like, you guys are old. That's how I feel. I mean, my main takeaway is it's weird that they weren't going to E3 because this was just an E3 video. Yeah, right. Like this was this was Microsoft's press conference for the past two years. Sony usually likes to blow the doors off and like do a 20 minute deep dive into three games that aren't coming out for three years. But this was definitely more of a, hey, here's what's coming out. Like there's like four games coming out this year, a bunch coming out early next year, and then a bunch that were just like, we don't have times for this because everything's going to get delayed because everyone's working from home and that changes our pipeline. We don't know how. So in case you didn't know, this is the console crusade. I am EJ Olson. This is Nick Durheim. And we are obviously talking about the PlayStation 5, which we we just uh, uh, two short hours ago streamed together live. ConsoleCrusade.com. Just kidding. We didn't stream any live there, but we were hanging out. We were talking. We were watching, <laughs> and we have thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. I'm going to yell a lot on this podcast. I'm already peaking my audio. So I don't know, Nick. We're, we're kind of going to go through this. We're just going to start at the beginning and kind of just touch a little bit of everything. But overall, how do you feel about it? Were you excited? Was it what you expected? Did they drop the ball? Was it, Compared to Xbox, where do you feel they sit and or stand, rather? I mean, what are your thoughts? Compared to Xbox... I don't know. It's kind of hard because Xbox has only had their their little thing like showing games that they did middle of last month, which was sort of like they decided to break their reveal out into let's do that and then let's do our first party stuff in July. And we already saw the console at the end of last year. So they've sort of spread everything out. And then Sony's sort of their goal, their their oeuvre, their, their move that they made is that they put everything into this little bit right here so they showed all their games uh, but not all of them at the same time like they show they didn't show anything from like the big triple a's they showed like some 2k stuff they showed the basketball game but they didn't show any call of duty they didn't show any like madden or fifa or like the big sports games that everybody buys that it seemed like they're focusing more on the third person over the shoulder action adventure game that is the the er game it is the game that everybody wants and everybody plays that is a a gamer but they didn't do like the go wide and actually show what most people actually buy because people are probably going to buy those anyway. So it was weird. So they had like this like 30 minute lull in the middle where it was like a bunch of, it was like a scatter shot of indie games and like double A kind of games that either hit or miss. But they front loaded it with Spider-Man and, and what ratchet 
and then they ended with Horizon Zero Dawn and the actual console itself. So they definitely they they got the ramp. They got the scoop in the middle that nobody cared about, but they had the beginning and end, which is what I'm assuming Xbox is going to have purely of next month where they're going to have Halo and like Fable and probably Forza and like, you know, just all their first party stuff that's going to blow the doors off. First party, quote unquote, that's going to blow the doors off. Xbox is going to has a lot of ground to make up as far as convincing people that they can make good first party content like Gears and Halo, two 20 year old franchises. Okay, not enough. Not enough. Gears is newer than that, but I don't think we're going to see a Gears this year because we already got one. Was that last year? Was Gears 5 last year? Gears 5 was several years ago, wasn't it? Oh, no, it was last year. Pretty sure it was last year, yeah. And then Gears Tactics just came out, which is like a weird spinoff thing, but is apparently pretty good. But I, I wouldn't expect to see Gears, but I don't know what we're going to see from their studios that they've bought. I don't know if they've had enough time to like spin up and actually do something notable. A lot of them are smaller studios, though, so they could easily do something in that sort of like mid-tier, cutesy kind of vibe like we've seen from Rare and like with Sea of Thieves and we've seen from Obsidian with Grounded and that kind of thing from Xbox. But like, I'm not like super jazzed about Sony first party stuff. Ratchet looked like more Ratchet and Clank, which is cool. Like I've played a little bit of that, that game from 2015, the, like the weird reboot remake thing. The spiritual Horizon remake. I've not been like super interested in Spider-Man. I'm not into the combat. It's not my style of combat. So I haven't like given that a chance really. So like, as far as like first party goes, I'm not like super into Sony stuff, I guess. But if this was like a Nintendo thing and they showed an hour of that caliber, I'd be like super pumped because it'd be things I cared about. But because it's Sony, I'm just like, yeah, they did pretty much exactly what they needed to do. And it just was like, okay, I wasn't like super hyped about it. But coming into it, I set an alarm. I woke up at, you know, 1230, <laughs> which is like a very bad time for me. I didn't come out of it mad or upset or happy or excited or disappointed or anything like that i was just like yeah that was they did the things they needed to do (laughs) well as a sony fan myself i feel very similarly to you and i feel like that's not a good thing that it's just i thought it was a pretty milquetoast event overall i'm i'm glad they didn't just go down the rabbit hole of of you know jerking off to teraflops and and trying to tell the world that their ssd is revolutionary because they are finally using one like i you know I'm glad they didn't do that, and they kind of stuck to, obviously, the games, and they showed us the console. I wish they would have given us a price or a release date. I know we're a little far from that, but at the same time, we're not. We're four or five months from that, probably. That'll be here before you know it. We'll be buying the new PlayStation. I'm kind of surprised they even showed the PlayStation, to be honest. I thought they were just going to skip out on showing the box altogether. I don't think they could have gotten away with that. They don't lose anything by not showing the box. If anything, they increase the the hype and speculation, keep people talking about it, asking where it is. Like you want people to ask questions and not be like, oh, I know what that is. Like I think Xbox, they had, I don't know. It's, I don't know what the marketing strategy was necessarily for showing it in December and like not really showing any games at uh, game awards. Like they showed a little bit of Senua's Sacrifice for, for that. But I feel like that was too early. They got that out of the way too early. The memes hit too soon afterwards and were gone in a flash. Like no one's like, complaining about the xbox anymore like they want those people to be like making fun of it because that's free marketing and like now sony's got the upper hand as far as showing it off sooner to launch hey the xbox one went real viral with people talking shit yeah but not because of the way it looked but because of their messaging all of it that's a completely different thing i think xbox was already off to a bad foot because a 
the console design is ugly as fuck, and B, the console name is horrible. Two bullets right in the foot right there, right off the bat, doing two things that people were going to make fun of. At the end of the day, it's not the end of the world that it's called Xbox Series X. It's really confusing, and at some point, that is going to hurt you. You know, you right now, you walk in and to a to a GameStop, and it's like, are you looking for an original Xbox or an Xbox One or the original Xbox One? You want the Xbox One S. How about the Xbox One X? No, I want the Xbox X. The One X, the Series X. Like, it is kind of a problem. And the design... It is what it is. At the end of the day, I don't care. I'm not going to not buy a console because the design is bad if the games are good, right? There are a lot of ugly consoles out there. We got two of them this year. (laughs) We got two of them this year. I mean, the Wii was a horrible console. It was also ugly. I don't know what point I'm making. It was just a bad console, but it sold a lot of units. I didn't think the Wii was ugly. I thought it was a little bit too much like Nintendo sucking Apple's dick as far as going for the, oh, it's white, but it's got a, a clear, it's been saran wrapped. So that's our, our aesthetic now. Right. <laughs> and Sony even has that with their, the buttons on the dual sense where it's like a cl- these clear little jelly bean buttons. I, I made this joke months ago. Now that I'm thinking back to it, I made a joke that the dual sense controller looks like what everyone in the eighties thought 2015 was going to look like. And then they revealed the console, and I made the joke again today, not remembering that I had made that joke already, but but it's just so accurate you to broken me. Broken record-ass boomer. Yeah, dude. Seriously, it's <laughs> happening. I'm, I'm getting old. But but I, I look at that console, and I'm like... It's a little bit preposterous looking. It looks like a video game console that would be in a TV show. Exactly. Game sphere! Like, they're, they're, they're trying so hard to usher in the new age right the new this is the future of gaming but instead of actually making a console that felt like a meaningful leap forward they're just putting a really sexy irobot skin on it and i use the term sexy with air quotes because i do not think this is an attractive console it's kind of sad too because the ps4 was like a really good looking console especially with how bad the ps3 was with that spider-man font oh <laughs> and and the revisions on the ps4 the ps slim and the ps pro were really not i mean very felt very modern very understated, but very sleek. And the original PS4 had the three stack, and the Slim is just the instead of being the the double the double cheeseburger, it's just a single cheeseburger. And then what's going on with the PS4 Pro? Is that actually thicker? It's, oh yeah, know. it's a whole chonker. It's twice the it's whole chonker, the freaking height of a, a PS Slim. But I don't know, man. I'm not stoked on the design. But again, it's not going to turn me off. If 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 they can give me a, a colorway, like I just give me black, just give me black with the blue accent lights, and it's tolerable to me or other special editions, but the blue and the white feels so derivative and it feels so try hard. And it's just, again, it says more about the console than any of the, what they showed did. Yeah. It looks more like a, a, a shit tier robot from Wally. It does like an actual console, bro. The robots in the cat game looked more fucking sleek than the PlayStation five. Okay. The, the, the chappy game. You mean? The chappy cat game, the kitty game. <laughs> well, let, let's, it. let's go through here and we're just going to hit, uh, Touch on everything kind of in order here. The first thing they showed us was GTA. A obscenely long montage of GTA. Like three and a half minutes of just GTA cutscene. Yeah, that's when I went to go pee. I'm glad I did that right then. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 at first I was getting excited because I'm like, oh my God, are we finally getting GTA 5 DLC? Because they, they said for years we get DLC. But then the online took off and Rockstar was just like, fuck you. I don't know if they've said that four years. I think they said that years and years ago once. And then they quietly under their breath without anyone hearing said, just kidding. We're just going to sell 120 million copies of this shit. Well, they were asked years later and they said, trust us, it's coming. 
Like they doubled down on it when they got grilled about it. I want to know when that interview took place because I don't know if that's real. It was a long time ago. It was years ago. Uh, but, it, but the success of GT Online has made it so that they don't they don't care. And here's where I'm a little bit frustrated to see is I know GT Online is still su- uh, super successful and they're they've just given out for free on all these platforms. And they announced that everyone on PS5 will get it for free. And if you're on PS4, you get like a million dollars a month or something until PS5 comes out. Whatever. We don't care about that. But it's crazy that they opened the next generation of video games with a seven-year-old montage. I played that game on Xbox 360, dude. That game come out in 2012 or 2013? I remember. It was 2013. Dude, that's so funny. Yeah. God damn, that's hilarious. That's like, what else came out in 2013? Pokemon X and Y. <laughs> yeah. That was a little, that was like four Pokemon games ago. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's funny. Last of Us came out in 2013. Did Bioshock Infinite come out in 2013? Or is that, that early 2014? That was earlier. I want to say I thought that was like 2011, but that's that's probably wrong. No, I think that was like January 2013. I think Tomb Raider was in there somewhere, maybe end of 2012. I'm I get end of 2012 and early 2013 mixed up. Like Ellen Noir was in there. Freaking Ellen yeah, Noir was earlier. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Infinite was um was 2013 that'd be like yeah the ps5 event opening with bioshock infinite can you imagine that <laughs> for three minutes but to be fair there's a whole market to cater to there my uh, yeah my thought was was wouldn't rockstar try and do something to incentivize people to buy the new consoles and like support on, on a newer platform so they can phase out the older platforms like yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2, now with RTX, whatever, ray tracing bullshit, 3D audio for the first time. <laughs> or they could have just, they, this may have been kind of a scummy move, but they could have just been like, hey, PS5, GTA port, DLC exclusive to the PS5. They'll probably do that. They'll probably do a timed exclusive for the DLC for console. Well, I mean, I, d- I doubt they're going to be doing single player DLC, but that's what I mean. That would have been a That would have been a big wow. Why make GTA 6 if they can just make a single-player DLC and charge 40 bucks for it in GTA 5? Like, everyone already has it. More people have GTA 5 than they do a freaking Xbox One at this point. I wouldn't cry about it if they... I, I, would, I would do that. I would do that. But they would also not abandon, you know, four different consoles plus PC at this point. They wouldn't abandon all of them and those potential sales. If it was a timed exclusive and Sony was backing up a dump truck full of cash to... Rockstar's doorstep. I don't think they'd be like opposed to it. That'd have to be a lot of money. Deals like active. I mean, they pay Activision enough to get them to keep putting content (laughs) exclusively on PlayStation. Yeah, that can't be cheap. Next thing they showed was the Gran Turismo game, which I think looks worse than the Forza game they put out. Was that two years ago? I mean, they didn't show Gran Turismo until after Spider Man, dude. The list I'm looking at is wrong. Thanks, games journalists. (laughs) <laughs> These so-called journalists. So anyway, well, they did. They, so it started with Spider-Man. They showed a sick-ass cinematic of Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Spoiler alert, he's in the last Spider-Man game, which I had forgotten about until after the trailer reveal. And they he gets powers, and they show him at the end being, being sort of trained by Peter Parker. And so anyway, sick cinematic. Awesome. I'm so excited. I, I was just the other day saying to myself, I want to replay Spider-Man because that game just felt awesome. You just swinging around the physics. Uh, it felt very arcadey, but still somehow grounded. And, and I know you didn't like the combat, but 
for a, someone who's not MLG like me, it's it was perfect. They say it's coming out in holiday 2020. What? Two things. One, what's the likelihood that gets delayed given everything going on in the world? Good. Which is a bummer because if this was a launch title, actually a launch title, that's a big deal. If on day one you can get your PS5 and a new Spider-Man game, that is that is a spectacular way given how that game sold. Uh, spectacular way to start the, the generation. But the problem is this is probably not a full-fledged game given that it's been two years. Less than two years. Because I think this was September. Wasn't it this September 2018 that this game came out? Yeah, but it's not coming out tomorrow. It's coming out probably after September. So it will be two years. And Insomniac's like a fairly large studio and they can crank out uh, stuff pretty quick. But I don't think that they're going to reach the caliber of the the PlayStation 4 Spider-Man in two years. No. I think you're right. I think it's going to be it's going to be a smaller sort of I wonder if it's going to be like a $40 title. But I think this is going to be like an infamous first light situation. And I know a lot of people probably don't remember infamous Second Son. Awful names by the way. What which which infamous game is Second Son? Is it the second one? I don't think it is. No. Is the, is First Light the first one? Definitely not. So 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 uh <laughs> listen, I will defend Infamous Second Son. It's a game I might even go back to it during this lockdown here because it's another one of those games where the 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 world movement felt good, the powers felt good. The story, people want to talk about the first two infamous games like they were fucking Shakespeare. Dude, those games were really hard to go back and play. Infamous Second Son was a really cool, easy to kind of get into experience with a new hero, thus the Second Son. This was like, you know, obviously the second main character of the of the Infamous franchise. But in that game, you're introduced to another character who has powers, and they released this like pseudo DLC where it wasn't a full-fledged game, but it was more than just like like the Spider-Man DLC was very kind of minor. It was not let's fight some dudes and get a cutscene. Yeah, it wasn't even good as far as uh, a DLC goes, right? It didn't expand anything. Like this looks more like an expansion than like a a DLC. Right, right. So I think it's going to be kind of that pseudo thing. So forty dollars would make sense. Thirty or forty dollars. You get to play around with like uh, just giving your character new powers and like maybe having like a, an abridged sort of progression system as opposed to unlocking thirty suits and. 400 upgrade trees and whatever. And I imagine it'll be very closely tied to all the other characters that we had in the other game, right? They're not going to build this whole new... I mean, this character is already tied very sort of intrinsically to the other characters uh, in the first Spider-Man game. Well, he's got the suit, so I think it's clear that this is taken chronologically after. It's not like a side story sort of thing. Like, this is Miles Morales as as a Spider-Man. A Spider-Man. You don't know what's going on with Peter. Well, I thought at first they were doing a Spider-Verse thing, and I kept saying that, and it wasn't until three or four trailers later that I realized, wait, Miles Morales was fucking in the other game. I 100%ed yeah, that game twice. That. Even I knew that. How did I forget? <laughs> I just completely fucking spaced it. One of the two cool mid-credit, after-credit scenes from that game. Yeah. So if this is actually a quality title and is big enough to stand on its own as more than just a three to six hour sort of side adventure, right? Like if this is a meaningful piece of of software and it actually comes out at launch, this is a huge deal. Yeah, I think it needs to. Um, the longer after launch it takes, the less appealing this game will be if it's that sort of game. If it is like a, a shorter experience, if it is like a budget title, then you're not going to want to play this in summer 2020. I mean, you'll still play it like you'll you'll take it and you'll like it. 
but like it won't nearly have that kind of pop as like a a launch title let me play with this new shiny toy i just got and like put a game in that i can only play on the ps5 oh man i really hope i really hope this is the only thing that got me genuinely excited in this entire hour and a half event and it's enough for me to say yeah i'll buy a ps5 on launch i'll do it fuck it give me destiny on ps5 and fuck it i'll, I'll play like they, they confirmed that it's happening are we finally going to get our uh, 60 frames per second? I, I hope think, so. I think so. I hope so. I mean, I don't know. Uh, so after this, that's when they showed Gran Turismo. Yep. Which looked... Like a car game. Yeah, you but like... Car. I played Forza. This time you're in the car. Bro, I played Forza. <laughs> and that game was a lot prettier than this game. Forza's really pretty, dude. Yeah, gorgeous game. This game did not... I mean, I don't know why they only showcased in the cockpit driving. I did not see a single like third-person behind the car i mean that's the only way to drive in a driving game because you actually see where you are right i don't i don't get i mean gran turismo has always been a little bit more like serious a little, little some s- other more racers semi yeah. a little bit more like you like this car <laughs> hey, hey whatever you, you say know? boss yeah so take my money my, my speed yeah so that that was that was that fine we, we made some helicopter jokes you know <laughs> that was that was a nice little uh lull uh, they showed Ratchet and Clank, which we we touched on earlier. You played the first one. Did you beat it? No, I only played for like three hours yeah, or so. Same, same. I was just like, "Yep, this is a lot like the PS2 one, which I loved." And I don't know, I got distracted. It's a really cool, like, fun little action platformer, bopping around, just beating up stuff, hitting stuff with a big ass wrench. You know, it's a good time. Very cute, very very low stakes. You know, you're just like you're just hanging out. Playing a this is a video game, you know. You're not like saving the world from nightmare mushroom people like in Last of Us or like whatever. Right, You're just hanging out, being this weird fuzzy creature and his robot friend. And when this first started, I thought it might be because I never actually got to play Crack in Time, but all these like rifts were open up. And what's it called? Rift Apart, something like that. Yeah, some. Yeah, Rift Apart. And then at the end, they show uh, a girl clank. So finally, Ratchet can fuck. <laughs> You know, uh, Ratchet's been <laughs> fucking that robot for a long time, buddy. Clank is tired of it. <laughs> he is so sick of it. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that's a showstopper or a, or a console seller. It's it's something. And if they can get that out at launch or very, very close to launch, preferably at launch. Like You got to give us like three really bang up titles across a variety of genres. Insomniac putting in hard work. Seriously, dude, if... If this is Spider-Man launched with like a 2K game and the Assassin's Creed game that's coming out, like that's that's enough to sell a lot of people, I'm sure. Yeah, but at the same time, that's like that's any other year, you know? Like that's not like a tentpole kind of year. What did what did PS4 launch with? Assassin's Creed Nothing. and Nothing. Killzone. Yeah. And Knack. Like six months later, you got Order 1886. <laughs> right. Kind of a rough go. Bad. Kind of a rough go. It was like a five-hour game that launch games. You know what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? But but as as the value proposition sort of decreases over the years, it's gonna be a lot harder to get because they don't care. They know the Sony fans are buying this. Like there are, there are no Sony fans that watch this and said, "Nope, I'm out. I'm, I, this is what I switched to Xbox." Like all the diehard adults who play PlayStation are buying this. Before the end of 2020. That's not who they are trying to sell this to. They need to sell this to the other 100 million people that bought the PS4. And if they could do another bogus launch, 
Who's going to buy this? It's going to be three years before they start selling consoles. I think just purely looking at it from the the standard, like the standpoint of like how the economy is doing, I feel like they'd be happy to get away with five to ten million sold in the first quarter. Yeah, five million by the end of the year, and then maybe like another few million after that. We say by fiscal year twenty twenty one when they actually give us results in like March or whatever. I think they're going to be sitting at like seven or eight million consoles sold. Jesus. It's because nobody's going to have money for this thing. This is not going to be a cheap console with all the bullshit that they're putting in the controller. The controller is going to be like an $80 controller. The console itself, I think, bundled everything together. The Primo version without the disc reader is going to be 600 bucks, and or with the disc reader is going to be 600 and without the disc reader is probably going to be 500 That is, oof, that's bad. That's bad. I think the Series X will probably be about the same price, maybe just 500 because Microsoft can afford to take a little bit of a loss on their consoles more than Sony can. Sony only makes money off of uh, video games. Microsoft makes money off everything. I feel like it's going to be four and 450 Like, they can't make the disparity you, uh, that be, much bigger. Be prepared to be disappointed if that's what you think. Dude, they can't sell a $500 console. Those games did not look like... That's the thing is, I know we have talked about this and you have tried for a long time to say... The next generation is not going to be a meaningful leap forward in performance or clarity. And I, I knew it wouldn't be, but it could be. Like I feel like they could do it if the if the the cost was there. But they don't want to charge six hundred dollars for a console. They know they can't do that. So if this is what they had to show us and they're still going to be charging five or six hundred dollars, that's a failure to me. On both on both companies' parts. This is not a meaningful enough upgrade anywhere along the line to justify that price tag and the disparity i I could see them taking a hit on the digital version because they know they're going to make way more money on game sales yeah if they assume that the person who buys the digital uh only console still buys the same amount of games which this is kind of the first time we're gonna have seen that we saw the wii had digital version a digital only version but this is kind of going to be uncharted territory it didn't have wi-fi was that what it was? Yeah, there was no internet. It was the opposite of digital. Oh, I thought it had no disc reader. No, God, no. You wouldn't be able to play any games. You'd be able to play Virtual Console, and that's it. Okay. The only discless uh, console that the, they've done, I think, is the, Sony, the Xbox Sad Edition. <laughs> the Sad Edition, yeah. Well, it's called Xbox One S All Digital, so Xbox One Sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This will be this will be unprecedented. Who knows what's going to happen? I know, of course, every company would like to get to a point where they don't have to rely on brick and mortars to sell their wares and get more money in the back end. Too. Exactly. Distribution and, and all that comes with that. And I'm sure that that introduces a whole new set of tax regulations too. Uh, potentially. I would just hope that we would <laughs> be able to like ratify the DMCA. So it's not wholly bullshit. Like if it, it'd be really cool if I could buy a digital version of a game and then sell it or like return it, get some value back for not having it anymore. Good luck. Yeah, a digital version of a, a thing basically just means you're leasing it. <laughs> you have the right to use it, exactly. maybe. I mean, listen, I am fundamentally against going all digital. I think digital is convenient. Like, I've been buying more digital games on the Switch, for example. Only because we have awful consumer rights in, in uh, America. Like, in Europe, you have a lot more leniency with like what you can do with digital products just because they actually care about the consumers a lot more over there. But we just sort of get the runoff effect of that. So you can get a Steam game. You can return a Steam game after two hours of playing it if it's like running like shit or you don't like it anymore. But the the consoles and their ivory towers, they just like, nope, 
you try to you try to return a game, we ban your account. Like you literally can't do a chargeback with uh, with Sony or Nintendo, or else they'll ban you from even using their service. Which means you can't buy games from them anymore. That's insane. I didn't even know that. Nintendo, you can return one game on your account, and you're not allowed to return anymore. And you have to like argue about it. If you're like, I'm sorry, my child spent a hundred dollars on V Bucks. Can you please give me my money back? And they'll be like, Okay, but you can't do it anymore. It's hilarious. It's very frustrating. You just gave me a brilliant idea, though. I totally forgot. I thought I was shit out of luck. I bought No Man's Sky and played it for a hot minute and was like, this isn't for me. So I'm hoping I didn't fuck up and leave it open in the background and now I can't return it. Did you buy it? I Within the last two weeks, I'm pretty sure. Isn't it free? Uh, not on Steam, it's not. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like a free game on like Epic Game Store or something. They just announced that uh, they're putting crossplay in the game. Oh, it's a Game Pass game. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can return that. I doubt I can to be honest, because I'm sure I left it open like an idiot. Thirteen point two hours. Yeah, you goofed, son. I goofed. I definitely have not played the game for thirteen hours. You goofed. Sorry, man. Rip. Everyone got me all hyped on like that game having changed for the better and it's a lot of fun. And then I got into it and it ran like fucking ball and ass on my absurdly overpriced PC. And I said, fuck this. I, I have too many other things to play. At this point, EJ, just because your PC was overpriced does not mean that it's overpowered at this point, though. I mean, it is, especially for the price at this point. I mean, my my GP or my CPU is still hard R-tarded. I'm just saying, I have a better GPU than you, and my, my computer did not cost me nearly as much as yeah, yours. My GPU is also the cheapest component of my computer, even at full price. You bought your computer for rendering video for your job. Yes. Actually, I bought mine for playing indie games at 4K. <laughs> my, uh, my G- I didn't even buy the GPU when I built this computer. I had bought the GPU for my last rig, and I just carried it over because like, I don't need to upgrade it for video work. That's what you do, man. So this is where they lost me for an hour, okay? So I'll be kind of relying on you to kind of talk about this. I feel like a lot of the games they showed in this next run were very samey. Uh, they had, whether it was an indie game or it was sort of the, they, they kicked off this sort of run with the new squ- uh, Square game. Which they love to have projects that don't have names and they just say project something. Love it. Now it'll be like Athia something of the something. Right. D- listen, why are these people naming their games like fucking children trying to write their own comic book? Like this is this is super duper Mega Man and the attack of the evil poopy pants. It's like, dude, see that honestly would be a better title. These names are all like Honker, son of Astro. It's like it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's laughable. We give us one word or or a concise. Here's the thing: if you're gonna have some ridiculous drawn, think about like Castlevania colon. Symphony of the Night. Ooh, mysterious, evocative, concise. Yeah, but instead they're just doing, let's make up, make up a word, then do the Symphony of the Night thing, but not do cool words, do like weird twee sort of cutesy shit. Anyway, Project Athia, it, they showed, <laughs> I think, some gameplay stuff. It's like third person action, like you're some woman with crazy root bending powers. There's a weird eye monster. Uh, third person action adventure coming out eventually <laughs> see i was so so confused like so this one yeah this was like was this the root powers and the dragons yeah i don't know like what the point of the trailer was besides to say that luminous studios is making something yeah. luminous productions yeah 
like they did, they showed like a sizzle reel of stuff that happens, but they didn't have like an, it wasn't like a trailer. It was a teaser. Right. I would say after that, they showed that Annapurna chappy game, right? <laughs> which stray? both Brennan and I had like had heard of stray, but you're playing as the cat. You're just a cat wandering around some cyberpunk uh, dystopia with a bunch of cute robots with computer monitor faces, like CRT monitors, because that's the aesthetic now. So, so, First of all, I didn't know this was a thing. So you guys kept doing bits about how the cat you were going to play as the cat, and it's going to be the the cat former. And I'm like, you guys are fucking full of shit. And then when they showed the logo and then the name, I was like, Stray, are you kidding me? This is real. You play as the fucking yeah, cat. You're the cat. You're the cat now, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be curious to see how they actually incorporate this is it just going to be an exploration based thing is it going to actually be like a full-fledged platformer what's the point on you it's infamous but with a cat (laughs) i'm out i'm out but you don't absorb neon and freon and electricity and stuff you're just a cat who climbs things and sometimes you have the objective shit in the lawn (laughs) fight the fight the bird when we say we want new and innovative things we don't just mean hey let's take a game we know what if you play as a cat instead of a person? Like, it's just, that is not new and innovative. We've had that. It's Blinks the Time Sweeper, all right? See? That's 15 years old. Bro, that's 20 years old. Oh, my God. Time. I'm old. Yeah, time. You you control time in that game. You remember. <laughs> okay. I'm glad. Okay. After that, they just sort of did some sizzle of the PS5. Like, wow, this controller has triggers. It has rumble. It has sound. <laughs> Right. They're like, for them. they're like 3D audio and you were like, yay, we've had that's the PS2. <laughs> Seriously. Like they're just naming it. They're just like, yeah, we have it again. Yeah. I mean, it's marketing. It is what it is. Um, yeah, then we get into the weird stuff. It was like, here's a Fortnite thing kind of, but Twisted Metal. And then it was like, well, they showed that Housemark game first, which like, sure, Housemark is better known for, uh, God, what is that? game uh it came out like at launch on the ps4 and you're saving the people you're in that ship that's going around that cylinder and you're going left and right it's just a little shooter can't remember what that's called oh, Resogun? like yeah Resogun. love that the game. people love Resogun's game. awesome but i was hoping honestly i was hoping that housemark wasn't gonna do like a triple a you know over the shoulder third person action game i was hoping that they would do uh geometry wars for xbox oh cool. okay but they're doing this which it it still has like some sort of bullet hell kind of vibes. Like they showed some like big enemy encounters where they're shooting orbs at you, and you're clearly gonna have to do a dodge roll to avoid them. Was that the uh, you right now? Re- Returnal. Yeah, Returnal, <laughs> which sounds like a porn genre. Kudos for doing trying to do something punny and and interesting. I mean, it's better than thing the thing thing. Then after that is Sackboy, which I think is actually it looks pretty cute. It looks like it's more of a game and less of a game where you make a game which all the little big planets kind of were. Right. So they want their own 3D world, and it's definitely, it looks like they uh, are trying to do that. I don't know. I mean, obviously, this is a game that you don't know how it feels until you play it. Right. But it looked pretty. Like, good. Like yeah, good for them for not just having a bunch of serious adult action drama games. We're trying to say something with Returnal, you know? You need to have some of the, the more cute stuff. After this, did they, was this when they got into the Alien game with the... The Destruction All Stars is next. Oh, that's with, uh, that's the, the fort, uh, it's the Fortnite uh, car battle, twisted right metal, Rocket League sort of mashup. 
Yeah, check out this guy. He's wearing short shorts and a bag on his head. <laughs> what kind of dances yeah. will they have in that game, I wonder? Dude, a hundred. Uh, after that is Kenna, which you were making fun of on Twitter. But to be fair, bad title treatment. Listen, and that was a good title. tweet. Graphic design's my passion. <laughs> that's, a yeah, that's a good tweet. Horrible title. Tweet. Horrible. Bad title. It looked really pretty, though. The the, the quality of the animation, I, th- I feel like, surpassed the the scope and like the size of the studio. I don't, I've never heard of Ember lab, but this looks like a very competent, like it, it looked, it showed very well. Yeah. Had some fun little combat, little third person action game, but not like going for the hyper realistic checkout returnal. This is my, I scanned a woman's face and this is her face in the game. Aren't you impressed by my scan? Like not some Hideo Kojima bullshit. Like this is the, a person made this character, and it looks great. I thought Kenna looked really, really good. That looked like a really high quality sort of next gen. the The game they showed after this <laughs> with the woman the, the on the planet, <laughs> where it's like, which what was that called? Returnal. Was that what Returnal was? Returnal was uh, was she shooting well, on the? It's like the alien planets. Yeah, she's wearing the spacesuit at the beginning. Then she lands on the planet. There's creepy stuff. There's an orb. See, I was There's confusing that of, for the other. Yeah, see, that's Returnal. They got very. I sent you a link to the the helpful Wario sixty four tweet thread of everything that happened in the in the 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 Sony thing. I'm gonna pull that up because my list is out of order. Because after Kenna is uh, Deviant Art One Tree Hill, the game. This is where I was tweeting out my very viral tweet. Now your viral tweet was later. Your viral tweet was for NBA. Wait, no, I was tweeting my Kenna joke during this, so I missed almost all of it. I saw the I saw the zebra and, or whatever it was, the deer, and then I, I checked out and didn't look at the rest of this trailer. So you, you didn't miss anything. I'll tell you that right now. That's what I gathered from from listening to you and Brennan talk. God, yeah, it was it's not for everyone. And they showed Odd World, which like cool. All right, that's and a they thing. They showed uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, which is actually a timed exclusive on the PS5, which I thought is a little bit interesting. Bethesda making those deals. Very visually interesting design. Gave me very, uh, gave me like Silent Hill vibes, especially when they showed that shot of the the guy standing in front of the um, the Japanese arch and how it's like a portal and like it continues and continues. I thought that was like a very cool shot. But then later when they're, they're actually showing gameplay, you're just doing magic hands and making people zap zoop, zip zap zoop and stuff. And I was a little bit less interested by the the gameplay they, they showed off. I was hoping it'd be more like a, this game's very scary and you're walking around. This was another one in a long string of games that did not look next gen to me. And Brennan kind of joked like, well, they're streaming it in 1080p at 30 frames. That doesn't mean anything. Like, I don't need no, it yeah. to be streamed in fucking 4K to know what the design of these games looks like. They just they don't didn't feel very. Some of them felt nice. Some of them looked nice. Some of them were like strikingly the opposite. Where you're like, this looks like a PS3 game. Holy shit! Yeah, they they definitely didn't uh, purely showcase uh, power titles. But I don't know. I don't think you really necessarily need to. Like you need like a few really just holding up the fort. A few like key titles. Which I think they showed with, uh, I mean, even what they showed. I mean, this is what you're getting. I told you this, for, uh, however long I told you, but it's not going to be a meaningful jump. And whoever thinks it's going to be like this fucking revolutionary, eye-opening experience, like you're going to get that fake game that Unreal showed, like you're not. <laughs> that's not. That's not what you're getting. You're not getting that for ten years. 
Not not this year. I know we wouldn't get that jump. My argument was always that we could get the jump, but but they're they're too afraid to put that kind of money into it. Well, yeah, because they're not going to get any money out of it. No one's going to spend a thousand dollars on a console. No one even spends that much money on a PC. At the majority of PC players are playing with like old hardware or like budget hardware. So you can only make your game as good as people can actually play it at. Like, what's the point in like making assets for a game that nobody can run? Well, that's why it shocks me that that to think that this could possibly be more than four or four fifty. Like five hundred is is just too, too much to me. Well, PS4 Pro is still MSRP at four hundred. They still have those on the shelves. They're making like bundles and they're, they're selling PS4 Pro generally for three hundred. Same with like uh, uh, Xbox One X is usually four hundred, but then I think they they sell put them on sale. You know, with a bundle for at three hundred, they're just trying to get rid of stock. But I can't imagine them being only a hundred dollars more than those consoles that they put out a year or two ago. Yeah, you know, One X was twenty seventeen at this point, twenty eighteen, twenty seventeen. It came out the same year as the Switch, and the PS4 Pro was twenty sixteen. So that was like four years ago. So they're much more powerful than that. And they're going to have to be priced pretty competitively if uh, they're trying to compete with that power-wise, you know. After this, they showed Jet. Yeah, Jet, the something-something, which didn't look like a a game. This looked like a bunch of shots of stuff. Just like, I don't know. I don't know what that game is. They showed Godfall, which they showed at uh, Game Awards last year, which is like a action loot game. It's like Diablo, but fun to play. It's like Destiny, but with a sword. Yeah, it looked less impressive here than it did last year when we saw that initial cinematic. Well, yeah, because this is more gameplay. Gameplay is always going to look less impressive than like a cinematic, but it's more realistic to like the experience that you're actually getting. Obviously, it's going to feel better because you're the one doing the thing as opposed to watching someone do the thing. Right. But whatever. I was never interested in that sort of premise in the first place. Well, not necessarily. I, I take that back. It could be really cool. I'm willing to be sold on it. I haven't been sold on it yet. Based on just looking at glimpses, I would want to like read a review or listen to someone talk about their experience playing it with playing with it because it could be really cool. Like uh, Monster Hunter is really cool. Um, after that, we saw some gameplay. I think maybe of Solar Ash, which is the next game from uh, the people who made Hyperlight Drifter. I can't remember the name of the studio. Heart something Heart Machine. Heart Machine, which is supposed to be coming next year. We saw that. Oh God, I want to say E three last year. Maybe the year before. Uh, they have a really good visual design. I really like the look of their games. You know what the PlayStation 5 looks like, Nick? <laughs> what does it look like, EJ? I'm obsessed with this. <laughs> it looks like a, a binder from like third grade. Like a three-wing yeah. binder, but with, with the... With f- that texture? Dude, that bad yeah. texture. This is what this looks like. You rub your fingernails on it, and it's kind of scratchy. This was like... I always had the cheap three rings with just like the plastic cover in front that would always rip down the center. But this is like the one that the rich kids had, where it was like bound, and it had zipper all the way around it and shit, and a compartment for your pencils. That's what this looks like. No, 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 no. No, those were, those were too nice. Those had like fabric. These are the ones that you can't actually like hold and like write on. You have to like put it on a table because they don't have any structural integrity. Oh, yeah. They're the floppy jalopy, yeah. but they don't tear. But they're cheaper. Oh. They're good waterproof, but you can't you can't write on them. Yeah, sorry. Like I, I was just going through this thread, and I'm just I'm still I'm shocked that they thought this was this looked good, and the fact that they it's had trapper keeper ass PlayStation. Bro, they got two versions, and the one with the disc reader is so fucking ugly. Like that's that's how you incorporated the disc reader. Yeah, and neither of them you can put on its side. 
It's so stupid. It's asinine. It's asinine. They better have a goddamn black version to try and cover up this atrocity. I'm not into it. Fucking Will Smith ass, iRobot ass looking motherfucker. I'm out, I'm out on this shit, dude. I've come around. I was, I was like, oh, well, yeah. I was like kind of trying to convince myself that like, oh, it's not terrible. I prefer the Xbox One series original Xbox. Like, I don't, I prefer that shit to this. That was an right, uninspired X or <laughs> Which one do you like? It, yes. <laughs> exactly. To be fair, I thought the Xbox One series of consoles was a visually appealing console. The first one was ugly as sin. The first one was fine. The One X and One S were both a lot better. One S was fine. PS4, all the PS4 lines were were good. I think I like the original PS4 more than the Slim uh, because hmm. the Slim had like the the round edges. Yeah, which was I think I think it took away from the 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 design of the thing. You know, with this big fucking rhombus. I thought the harsh edges and the 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 slash and the the angular edges. It was cool. It had like a nice like brutalist kind of chonkiness to it and they try to soften that. Like, come on. It, it felt outdated to me when it initially came go out. Go big or go home. It felt outdated to me. I know it's an aesthetic thing, but the Slims felt like, felt like what their initial vision was come to life. I was like, oh, okay. This makes sense. The Slim was like, not, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to speak in hyperbole. Bear with me. It felt like the Fisher Price version of like a real PS4. Yeah. I'm happy that had buttons. I'm glad I never owned a PS4 that has like, you know, little touch things that you don't know what you're actually doing. You're just rubbing the front, hoping it turns on. This thing doesn't have buttons on it, bud. This looks like Fisher Price. What were, what were those buttons then on the front below the USB ports? I'm trying to zoom in on this picture. Those are, I see two USB in the middle. There's USB and USB-C, I think. And then, and then there's two buttons on the bottom. Unless it's got like an infrared thing. Like they look like buttons. They look like, you know, plastic protrusions. Oh, I guess that I thought that was an SD card slot, but I see there's two buttons on the disk drive version. So that must be a button. That looked like an SD card slot to me on the Yeah, it's power on and eject out. Imagine the the diskless version probably only has one button. If I had to guess. Why is this so ugly? Why they got to do it? Like there's no way they could have designed this. That would have kept the symmetrical design. That was an intentional move to make people want the symmetrical one. You know? Either way, you can't set it down. <laughs> it's going to be wobbling all over the place. I mean, if you're not putting discs in, it doesn't matter, but that's true. I think this is a step back uh, from a design perspective. This takes me back to like the original PS3 days. Yeah, I would I would put it on that tier. I'm not, I don't like I definitely don't hate it as much as you do. I think it's silly. I think it's uh, a little bit. It's not my favorite. I don't want a white console. I don't like how it looks. But I don't hate it. It just exists to me. Like, I'm not spending a lot of my time staring at my console tray underneath my TV, you know? Like, when I'm playing the games, I'm holding the controller and I'm looking at my TV. So it doesn't matter too much how my console looks. It looks... I want it to look nice. I want it to be aesthetically pleasing for the vibe of my entertainment center. Because, you know, I've got everything lined up. I've got it all, like, organized and stuff. I don't want to keep it that way, but... I don't like that it's standing up. I don't like that you're forced into this arbitrary design decision that they chose instead of letting me lay it on its side so I can actually fit it in my entertainment center because I don't think this is going to fit in my entertainment center. No, exactly. And if I'm laying on its side and it starts wiggling every time I put a freaking CD in there, then I'm going to be very pissed. This is the type of product that a company can cox when they have 12,000 ideas trying to get it just right that... They end up in this fucking 
echo chamber. It's like people who make bad movies don't realize they're making bad movies a lot of the time because they're sitting there just jerking off with other idiots who don't know what they're doing. And and it becomes this echo chamber and then it's released and everyone's like, like how did M. Night Shyamalan make any of, any his, of his movies? movies. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much pretty much anything after the sixth sense. I guess Signs was good and the the Bruce Willis one I guess is good, but I haven't seen that one. People hate signs. I like signs. I like signs a lot. But yeah, I'm like, how does how does this happen? How do you guys do this and make? I just this is what happens. You have all these like minded people in the same room just spitting out ideas, and they thought this was like, oh man, this is just the cleanest iteration of everything they've been working on. But then you actually release it into the world against everything else in the world, and you're like, oh, this this really does look like a teenager's version of cyberpunk. Like it's not even a good version of that whatever I, I know the, the design doesn't matter it doesn't really matter this uh the console looks like a uh a cut scene from uh star wars episode two when uh obi-wan meets up with Django and boba and they open up the door and you see the little kid but in the extended version it opens the door a little bit more and he's playing with this thing on the tv on the fake <laughs> hollow tv <laughs> hey dad Don Wee's here. Like, that's exactly it. That's exactly fucking it. Dude, this looks like Jamba Juice in the year 3000. Like, like this looks like a fucking... You ever seen the Spider-Man 2099 comic? It looks like a turret from Portal 2. I'm out on it. I do see a picture here of the console on its side. I don't know if someone just flipped it, but... <laughs> yeah, rotate 90 degrees. It definitely is a horizontal photo. I'm going to um, search this side. <laughs> PS5 side? <laughs> it didn't look like you could put it on its side. Apparently, the PlayStation Instagram showed it sideways. Link me. So I require viewing. I'm going to look up the Instagram myself. Live on the podcast, folks. Instagram.com slash Sony. Or is it slash PlayStation? They do show it on their side. And maybe that'll make the... Uh, I mean, here's the thing. God, if you're looking at it straight on, it's very like Eye of Sauron, Tower of Terror, but at least it's symmetrical and straight on. I, I don't hate it. And if it were black with the blue accents, I'm a little more sold on it. But the disk drive version is just ugly as sin. Yeah, here. Let me look. Instagram on PC sucks. It's horrible. Did you find it? I was just about to send this to you. Uh, no, I didn't. I found PlayStation's account and I, they don't... Uh, it's the second picture and then um, scroll, open that second picture and scroll to the left or to the right, rather. Okay. Okay. I had PlayStation blocked because I was getting ads. Yeah. So I had to unblock them. I had to unblock them on Twitter today just for that reason. Dude, look how chunky that thing is. It looks a lot thicker when it's... Uh, you see it at a little bit of an angle. Dude, what is up with that stand? I bet they sell that stand separately. Wouldn't be shocked. This is very PS3 to me. Very PS3. Okay, it's a little bit better that it's not like... I mean, at least you can put it on its side, apparently. It didn't look like you could, but maybe they have it engineered sort of like how the uh, the 360 was. Right, that little, that little hourglass figure, but then uh, the tops and bottoms of it lined up enough so that it would not be a, a wobbly mess. We will see. We will see. Well, let's, let's get to the rest of the games here. I'm sorry, I had to go on that fucking tangent just because... You had to. I, I understand. The people at home listening, they get it. Oh, man. <laughs> They're here with us on this journey. I feel like overall, like like we said at the top, like, you know, overall, this was this was fine. They, I, I'm glad they revealed the console itself. They, they showed 
Spider-Man. They showed uh, Horizon 2. Like, they showed some of the stuff they needed to show while still holding on to some of their bigger things. You know there's another God of War, right? It's, it was decent. And I know there's going to be more leading up to the actual release. Like, this isn't it. It's not like I, they're going to sell this thing next month now. And it's like, that was it? That was your hype train? This was really just the beginning. Uh, I think this is primarily, like, this is most of what you're getting. Besides some other, like, known quantities, like whatever Ubisoft is doing and, like, the new Call of Duty, what else What else could there be that you're expecting to be blown away by? I mean, we got the new, we got, we're getting new sports games, which is inevitable. <laughs> okay. Okay. They showed NBA, t- <coughs> excuse me, they showed NBA 2K. 21 and it was zion williamson and brennan and i being huge nba fans we groaned because for a lot of reasons if you're not a basketball fan i guess you wouldn't know but we're not fans of zion and the hype train there and we're like there's no way they're putting zion on the cover and i don't think they are i think kobe will be on the cover but that's that's irrelevant i guess um but the the cinematic looked insane they had the sweat dripping off him, the physics, him running, jumping, dunking. It was like, damn. But we know the game will never look like that. We know it never will. So, of course, I had to tweet out. I put a picture of Zion with the sweat dripping out his face. It just looks like better than a photograph. One of the tweets I saw was like, 2K finally capturing basketball in quarantine. Because it's just him playing, like, just shooting hoops in an empty court. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, wow, yeah, show off this guy in a game that you're never actually playing. It's funny that uh, that would make sense. That's how they're gonna sell it. Anything else stick out to you? I thought it was cool that the Astrobots getting more stuff, not not just uh, schlepped off to VR land. Buck Snacks was was uh, a little bit too cukey. Demon Souls confirmed, like old nice. ass game. That's fine. Why did they only show a cinematic? Like the game had cinematics before. Why why not show some gameplay? Because the gameplay is gonna look like fucking shit. It's a fucking fifteen year old game. They're not remaking it. It's gonna be a shitty port. Like that's why they didn't show gameplay in a PS5 uh, reveal. I mean, if they've been working on this since freaking Shadow of the Colossus two years ago, that'd be a bit disappointing. It's like, oh wow, we made some textures. Now with the power of the PS5, textures. It'll be new lighting, it'll be new textures. 3D audio. Yeah, it's going to be the same base, though. The only thing that stood out to me after this was Horizon, and I I just wish you would have played this game because there's so much to love about this game. I like this more than Zelda the year it came out. Obviously, two very different games. This was cool. I, I was actually really hesitant about a sequel to Horizon because I thought the story in that game was beautiful. I thought the twists in that game were like genuinely surprising, and it ended on a really nice note and I, and I just didn't know how they're going to continue this isn't even something I considered picking up um, with as few spoilers as possible kind of picking up where the machines aren't dominating this hellscape anymore and and sort of nature is starting to take over and and you saw sort of the man meets machine but but now nature kind of reclaiming things and they had actual animals and and sort of this concept of like there's going to be some natural phenomena that she's got to save. Whatever. It's just maybe not the most original thing in the world, but like I kind of like it. Is that it. what was happening when she summoned Shenron in this trailer? Ah, it's just a hologram, man. Come on. It, yeah, this could be very Pocahontas, Tell very me Avatar. Tupac wasn't actually yet. <laughs> well, Tupac's still alive, and that was him, not a hologram. Come on. There's five of them, actually. Yeah. Uh, the aesthetic here, look at some of these pictures. It, it, it like both looks just like Horizon should look, but also totally different. It's like, oh, we're actually got seeing a nice, Got a nice color new. grade to it. Got some nice pinks and magentas. Yeah. 
always appreciate that. Underwater exploration, like new creatures. You like that? No one likes that. Underwater scares me because it always controls bad. If they can make it control well, if, but new creatures, new locales, this is like exactly what I would want out of a Horizon sequel. And I'm sad it's going to be coming out in 2023. Yeah, no date. No uh, hint at a date. No year. So I'm thinking 2022. I'm pretty I'm pretty set on that. I just really, really... And I knew it was unrealistic. And Brennan and I were talking, and we just were hoping that they were going to somehow surprise us and say, holiday 2020. I know it was... Yeah, I, I knew it as I was thinking it, but I just was like, if they were going to do one thing to just blow people away, it would be to drop the Horizon trailer and then say... Boom, launch title. Yeah, that'd be big. That would be Breath of the Wild big for them, probably. Oh, man. Instead, you get that that wonderful hoagie of a, of a console reveal. <laughs> and a bunch of other weird hardware. Like, they showed off these headphones and a, a, a remote control and yeah, a camera. A remote control. You guys are still chasing that fucking dragon. Get over yourselves. It's 2020, bro. It's the future. Clearly, look at your fucking console selling a fucking media remote. Well, dude, they need a solar remote because your controller is going to die in your Netflix binge session because it only lasts for eight hours. <laughs> Don't make a controller that is constantly pressing the triggers when you set it on the table. That's why my shit be dying because the triggers just be pressed randomly. That's why my shit be dying because my triggers be pressing. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Let's go. I'm mad. I'm not. I'm not mad. Give me a black version. Give me Spider-Man and whatever. I'm going to buy it. And we'll see what the next couple of months have. But, you know, overall, it, it could have been uh, worse and it could have been probably a lot better. But it is what I probably should have expected from a company like this. Yeah. And I wasn't even <laughs> expecting a hardware reveal because they were really hammering the whole we're showing games you're going to be playing on the PS5. You were the only fucking so, person I, I think you didn't expect a hardware reveal. I'd rather not expect it and be surprised than expect it and be disappointed like with this. <laughs> I don't think they could have gotten away with not showing the hardware. We're less than six months out. Xbox is six months ahead of them. Eh, and whatever. Nintendo didn't show the Switch really until January before they released and that, that came out in March. Nintendo is not someone that we should be judging successful companies by. Like, I mean, you should if you think the Switch is a success. Nintendo is successful in spite of itself. And I've said that for years and I'll continue to say that. I feel like you're ignorant if you think Sony couldn't have put this off until August and still succeeded. Um, maybe they could have, but I'm just saying based on the, the current narrative, when, the difference between Nintendo and Sony was Nintendo was already dead. And in a lot of people's eyes, they had gone six years without a console release or more, seven, eight years. When, 2012, when was the Wii? 2005, 2006? 2006, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I mean, that was different. They, they were already dead on arrival and they, they really could have done anything. And it was either going to yeah, work or Sony not work. Sony is uh, his top dog. They've sold over 110 million PS4s. Everyone's going to get a PS5. They showed Spider-Man. They could have just shown uh, Spider-Man. They should. They could have shown Spider-Man in September and be like, "Yo, it's out in two months. Buy it." And everyone would be like, "Yeah, sure, okay. Pre-orders now. Okay, yeah, cool. Pre-orders in two months. Cool. Okay. People do it with the iPhone. You show the iPhone that's out tomorrow. People go ape shit and go buy it immediately. The longer you wait before you." Uh, sell the thing, the the better. IMO. I think I don't need to know what people are making and what's coming out in three years and see that over and over and over and over again. Show me the thing I should be excited about. Make make it exciting. 
and I'll get it. I agree with that. We're also four or five months away from this. So we're kind of at that point. And the last few months, they've really not showed us enough. And they, they were showing us the wrong things, I think. Yeah, but I mean, Xbox was showing us stuff. And like, how much of an impact has that made on you? It's better to, for them, for you to be excited and not know what's happening, than for you to know and be ready for the next thing. <sighs> Similar thing to Nintendo, though, is Xbox is already dead, so they could do literally anything. They want to keep edging you. You want to get edged, so when you finally get, when you finally arrive, you're there, you know? <laughs> There's a sweet spot. I think they could have waited longer. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying from my pure, just like standing back and being a little analytical, they could have waited. And honestly, I think they would have waited longer if E3 was actually happening. Yeah, I hadn't considered that. Because they weren't going to be at E3, so like... They made this as a replacement. I mean, obviously, some of these things would have been shown earlier. Some of it would have been shown later. I think they could have gotten away with later for like a lot of this stuff. Because a lot of it's just like indies and like who cares? Especially for Sony, like they don't care. They're not selling. A They're not selling PS5s for Kenna. You know, Kenna's not selling PS5s. Right. So should we be concerned? is not selling PS5s. Spider Man is selling PS5s. Call of Duty is selling PS5s. Horizon selling PS5s. Fuck, Assassin's Creed is going to sell PS5s. Watchdogs might even sell a, might even sell a PS5. Let's not get carried away. Call of Duty is not going to sell PS5s because you can buy Call of Duty on every platform going back to the Xbox 360. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're not that's not going to unless it's an exclusive Call of Duty. Like, yeah, but people want to buy the new thing and then what are they going to play on the new thing? They're going to play the thing they always love to play. You and I want to buy the new thing. Consumers at large do not want to buy the new thing. Consumers at large don't want to buy the new thing. They want to buy the thing that came out last year because they can get a good deal on it. But even then, people will be out here using iPhone 5Ss. You know what I mean? If people only bought new things, then the 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 Wii would have been... They would have sold 20 million units and then nobody would buy it again. They would, they would stop selling after two years because it's not new anymore. Yeah, but they were selling the Wii to your grandma and my, my aunt and who... You know what I mean? Like, whoever. That was a very, very different thing. And yet, and yet, the PS4 outsold the Wii. The PS4 outsold the Wii? Yeah, PS4's at like 110 million. Wii's at like 101. PS4 is at over 100 million? Yeah, like a while ago, dude. Bullshit. Yeah, it's, just, it's the second best selling home console. 110 million. Oh my God. When I, that did not make the news. That is, three years ago, we were speculating that it might cross the 110 million mark, which we thought would never be done again by a home console. And then they happened like, oh yeah, mm -hmm, it happened. That's insane. Yeah, it's not good at PS2, but they did they did a good job. They beat they the got Wii. A good, good penetration on that thing. Wait, so PlayStation 4 is the best selling home console? No, PS2 is. Well, PS150. Yeah, PS2 is half of those sales were were DVD players because it was two hundred dollars cheaper than, than a DVD player at the time. And the other half were people replacing their old PS2s with PS2 Slims because their old one broke. Yeah, the disc stopped reading. <laughs> Happened to me. Happened to me. Happened to me. Happened to everybody. Need a new PS2 to play Guitar Hero. That's fucking crazy, bud. Well, that was PlayStation. You know, I'm going to go back to playing Destiny and Rocket League. Uh, not my console. Yeah, talking about what's the new thing I want to play? Well, I could play this game from 2015 and this game from 2017. If this launches with Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales, that's it. That's, I will spend 500 bucks on launch and I'll do it. I, don't, I won't even ask questions. I'll play Spider-Man for the third time. I'll platinum the new one. It's over. Any parting thoughts, Nick? Nothing that I haven't really said before. You know, I think this this generation is going to be interesting. This transition is going to be interesting. Jim Ryan, you know, their Australian 
king of Sony or whatever over there, or king of PlayStation, is talking about how they love generations and the transitions are great. And then didn't say anything more. Like they didn't say like anything about backwards compatibility, which I thought that was going to be the thing because they kept showing games from like PS4. They showed PS3, PS2, PS1. But then they didn't talk about backwards compatibility at all. So it was just like, was that just like some fluff? Anyway, I think since crossplay is becoming more prevalent and games as service have longer and longer legs, people keep playing these same games over and over for longer and longer. You're still playing Fortnite. You're still playing Overwatch. You're still playing Siege. You're still playing Destiny. You're still playing Call of Duty until the next year's Call of Duty comes out. It's only a matter of time until they're just going to, you know, put out one Call of Duty and just update and update and update. That it makes it kind of weird going from one generation to another. Like you're a little bit less beholden to buying the console that your friends buy because you can still play with them if they have an Xbox or if they have a PS4 or if they have a PS5 or if they have an Xbox Series X. So you're a little bit less dedicated to the platforms that your friends are getting, but also you're more dedicated to the previous console platform that you had because your games can carry forward. So backwards compatibility matters in that regard. So you get this weird push and pull. And I think that is a lot more interesting than PS3 to PS4 or 360 to Xbox One. What's going to happen to all the people who buy the digital only version of their console and have all these games that they want to be backwards compatible but aren't? Or are they only going to do digital games or backwards compatible? Then they've chose the wrong console to buy. I don't know what you want me to tell you. They're not going to do like a program. You're not going to mail Sony your disc and hope you get a code back. Like that's not going to fucking happen. You kidding me? <laughs> if you have discs and you want to play the discs, buy the thing that has a disc reader. But I'm just saying, why would if the, if Sony was going to make physical games backwards compatible, they wouldn't have split these up. I feel like because that's going to incentivize people to just buy the disc drive version, which de-incentivizes their whole scheme to take over the fucking digital market and close brick and mortar store. You know what I mean? It seems like what are you what are you trying to do here? Or are they only going to make digital copies tied to your PS account? backwards compatible and your discs are useless i think your discs are going to be readable i think they couldn't get away with having a disc reader and backwards compatibility and not let you put the disc in i think that's too confusing from a consumer standpoint and it's too much shit that they can get from everybody being mad at them about it i also think that you're in a growing or a shrinking i guess minority of people who have a large library of discs that they would want to keep playing I think more and more people are buying digital games, especially for online experiences. Like there's no reason not to buy uh, Call of Duty if you're playing online, like digitally. Like you're already in that ecosystem for the online. Why not buy it online? The biggest reason is in six months when you're bored of that game, you're still going to sell it for 40 bucks. That's the I reason. You're selling, I don't think you're selling that game for 40 bucks, dude. Especially not in six months. I mean, maybe in like two months, but like the closer you get to the next Call of Duty, the less valuable that game is to you and to anybody who wants to buy it that's not true there's a whole market of people who can't afford to buy the newest game that come out so they just pick up the game the next year like we just talked about well either way playstation is not losing by you having the disc version of their console like you're still buying games they're still making money yeah they're coming out more on top than the publishers the third parties are like sony's still getting a bigger cut from a physical copy of the game than um like they're Physical versus digital, they're making more than a third-party publisher is getting physical versus digital, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Because they don't have to worry as much about distribution and like the overheads of uh, brick and mortar and still distributing that cost with the, the platform holder. It's 
it's interesting. I didn't think that they would come out with two SKUs at launch, and it seems like they are. They haven't, you know, detailed their their launch t- their launch uh, plans yet. But it seems like I mean they showed both of them, so I'm assuming that they're both going to be available day one, worldwide, whatever. No, November thirteenth or whatever the Friday is in the middle of November. So official price predictions for both SKUs. Assuming those are the only SKUs, they might maybe they have colorways, maybe they have a special edition. I don't know. We've talked about it, but uh, official prediction: Console Crusade, lock it in stone. What do you think it's going to be? <laughs> I'm going to shoot high, just because I think they'll probably go lower than what I what I'm saying. But want to put everyone on their on alert. I think it's going to be five for five hundred for the digital version and 600 for the disc reader version. You think they're going to charge a hundred dollars for a disc drive? I think there'll be different. Also more differences. Like I think the, uh, the storage will be larger in the disc drive version. Like they'll probably make some, some slight changes in that as well, or they'll bundle it with like more things, you know, like I see one having like, this comes with the headset and the camera, you know, I don't know. The storage basically I think has to match across the board because even if you do have disc, they're still installing. So like, your file size are the same. I, I could see them selling a SKU with like a one terabyte, two terabyte, a four terabyte, and not drastically altering the cost. Oh, dude, it would drastically alter the cost. I mean, have you bought an SSD recently? Like an NVMe SSD? There's a large difference between one terabyte and two terabytes, my friend. Bro, when I built my computer three years ago, a four terabyte SSD cost me $1,600. Now, you can go get a four terabyte SSD for like three fifty. Yeah, but you can get like a a two terabyte for less than half of that and a one terabyte for less than half of that. Like, I think I got my terabyte SSD for 80 bucks. Yeah. It just depends on like the quality and the speed you get and connectivity and whatever. It seems like these, uh, especially for Sony, I think their SSD is a lot more specific to their console, a little bit more tailor-made, more new. I heard someone talking about that. It's more like a, um, like it's like a raid array of NAND. Like they repurposed Ram basically to be this, SSD, like it's flash memory. It's less like an NVMe and more like a tailor-made thing. I don't know. It seems more technically impressive than what Xbox is doing. They've they put a lot of emphasis on that. They're trying to sell it as that, at least. I'm assuming you did not see the whole controversy with Linus in the last couple of weeks then. Mm-mm. So he, he went on uh, his show, his live stream he does every week, and shit all over Sony. Ooh, SSD. And, and it attacked What's-His-Face personally over it. Just scoffing at the whole idea. Well, then he came out with an apology video because he got schooled. He's like, he's like, I don't want to do this, but I have to. I was wrong. I was operating under, you know, uh, misinformation. Mark slid into his DMs. <laughs> right, right. But he gave a really compelling breakdown of conventional SSD technology and why the SSD is going to be really important to PlayStation 4. But it basically came down to is, yes, while the basic technology is just, it's just this, what we already have the difference being is it is highly fine-tuned to that specific system he says you see even in high-end pcs you can buy the the fastest ssd and you're not getting any higher speeds because your entire system all the all the different hardware there's so much going into the ram you're using and the cpu and how many lanes are processing information at once and your software he says you can buy the most high-rated, expensive, super-fast SSD, and you're not getting better performance than the cheap one. Yeah, because the software isn't made to utilize that because they can't 
make it to utilize that because no one is going to be utilizing it except for you. Right. Because you're one of the few who has this super high technology. So yeah, I get that, especially with the PS5 is going to be, you know, however many they end up selling this thing, they know exactly what's in it every time they make a game for the PS5. Right. Uh, that's And that's exactly, that's exactly it is. Yes, theoretically this could, you, you, you will see bigger performance gains in a vacuum than you would with the same set of technology in a Windows build, but it's not this revolutionary thing. It will matter. And I, I, after watching that video, I was like, okay, I see what you're saying. So we just have to hold uh, publisher and developers uh, feet to the fire and be like, hey, you know what the PS5 has. We know what the PS5 has. And it still looks like this. It's still operating. It's still running like this. You're not getting 60 frames a second on this. Like, that's bullshit. Like Ubisoft and their their next <laughs> Assassin's Creed game running at 30 FPS Bro, on the PS5. 30? Bad. 60 lock. 60 lock. If I watch one fucking Digital Foundry video... Where it dips below 60. I don't care if you got 400 dicks on screen and bombs exploding and and Sauron's army of orcs. I don't give a shit. If it dips below 60 frames at any point, I'm out. I'm done. I'm not playing your fucking game. This is 2020. This is the PS5. All right? This is the future. Look at this fucking console. You look at this fucking soda pop of a fucking console and it can't do 60 frames? Fuck you. That's where I'm at on this. I'm full blown, bud. Amen, brother. <laughs> And you're going to spend $600 for those 400 dicks on screen. 400 Sauron's of Sauron's army. dicks, okay? <laughs> you're going to get that, that Bilbo Baggins boat scene oh, at 48 frames. And you're going to like 48 it. 48 frames. Oh, Trigger, that's a good bit. That's like layers, bro. It's deep. I like it. We got there. We got there in the end. I can't remember what the context was when you were talking about that, when I heard you talking about the, the freaking uh, Hobbit movies and Ugh, shooting at high on. frame rate. Console Crusade Podcast. Find Nick on Twitter at Presh Till Death. Console Crusade is on Twitter, but it's not active. It's not. But we are. Yeah, we don't tweet. I'm not logged into it. You are. Yeah. How many retweets you got on that 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 badass tweet you made? Oh, my funny bit. Your Zion bit. 896 retweets, 4.4 thousand likes. Damn, that's quadrupled since I checked it in the middle of the podcast. How many more followers? Oh, wait. Nope. You're still at 64 followers. No new followers. That's so I'm totally okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. We were talking earlier before we started recording that I went on a uh, Twitter culling and I just, I fucking got rid of a ton of people because um, I only want people I know following me. I don't need, listen, I can go viral. This is like my sixth viral tweet. I don't need followers to go viral. I'm not selling anything to my followers. They don't give a shit. I'm just here to interact with the people I know. And I don't know more than 64 people. <laughs> so <laughs> That's fair. But you need that internet clout so that you can get sweet influencer gigs where you just get sent free things. Don't you want free things? Don't you want a free computer from like Razor or some shit? I, that's true. You can't true. get that with 64 followers. Are you kidding me? I would like more streams on my band's Spotify. So maybe that's what I need to push for the followers. Bro, all, I can, all I can guarantee you is 64. Yeah, not even that. My friends don't listen to my band. You couldn't name one oh nine song. Put you on the spot now. I don't know. Aren't they all like uh, one word? They all are, they're like the name of an indie game. Is there one called Stray? No, no, there's not. I am very sad. So we're gonna end this podcast so I can go cry. Shout out to Zion Williamson and James Harden. <laughs> Shout out. Or as every one of my mentions are saying. That's Zion Williamson and R. Kelly in that tweet, <laughs> which is pretty <laughs> accurate. Good tweet. Consequently said.